4: High school football in the state of Kansas tonight, Andover Central at Goddard, both teams are 3-1, and one. Mays South and Mays square off downtown at Riverfront Stadium in Wichita, I'm Ted the Sportshead! Jacob Albrocht, Tommy
0: Castor. this is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports
4: radio, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Hey, sports bettors, ready for some picks destined to fail? It's time to hear what the Sports Daily staff thinks of the weekend
5: games. All right, welcome in, everybody. Uh, We are ready for some picks. Everybody, Paul Savage is in and ready to roll. Boy, Jad, uh, what was the damage last week? Because, uh, well, for me, it wasn't wasn't so hot. (laughs) Well, let's see. Uh... Who won the week, by the way? Who won the week? Yeah, who won the week?
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a reason you're asking me that, the oh. reason there's a reason you're asking me that, Paul. Uh, what's that? And I believe you won the week.
0: Well, what? Oh, <laughs> oh, gee, that's hard to believe. Come on, smile, you guys. You guys, come on, give me a smile. You know, I just, I, I whooped your butts. Come on, give me a smile on the bro- on the broadcast here on the stream. <sighs> come, give, Paul. Give, I'm Tommy, gonna give, give you. I'm
5: gonna give you. Listen, I'm gonna give you zero credit. <laughs> for that win last week, but I'll give you a lot of credit. By the way, congratulations uh, to your East High Aces for their win yeah. over Northwest. Oh. That was incredible.
0: Oh, thank you guys. I, it was real. I, I. It was one of those situations where the kids were so excited. And I'm, I told Jad at, at the break, he told me congratulations, too. It's one of those things where you think about all the great wins you've been a part of. I mean, you win a championship in indoor professional football, and it's exciting. This might have been the most exciting moment I think I've ever had coaching yeah, it was football. Pretty cool. And it was really cool. Great for those kids. And what a game. What a game. By the way, Northwest is good. Northwest oh is yeah, really they are. good, guys. Yeah. As, it, as if I'm telling a, you guys a secret, as
5: if you don't already know. Are they good, Paul? Are they good enough? We'll talk to Matt Henderson about right. this for our high school football talk later. Are they? You think this could be the year for them? I, I know Mill Valley's down a little bit. If they can make it through, do you think this could be the year they get over the hump?
0: I do. Uh, I, they're they're really that solid. I think um, I think they 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 do so many things so well. Coach Martin's got that team going in the right direction in a lot of things. They everything they do is really well done, well coached, and yeah, they they could. But it looks like there's going to be about three to four teams, I think, that could have a shot at uh,
5: winning at winning 6A at least. All right. Well, we'll get into that in just a little bit. Let's get into our picks here. Paul did win the week last week. He has a one-game advantage over me overall. Two games on Tommy. This thing is tight. Uh, we're all within two games of each other. But, Paul, you did win the week, so we're going to let you kick things off for us here. Uh, again, these are not, just so everybody knows, these are not, like, reflective of bets we're making. I I go through this on these lists and try to find, like, the most difficult games to pick. So often, like, these aren't games I would bet because they're, they're crazy hard, to me, at least, and this is just by my eye. Uh, but here we go. Let's do some picks. We'll start with a good one, Paul, tonight, right? Utah right. and Oregon right. State. Oregon State, a four-and-a-half-point favorite over future Big 12 Utah. What do you think? Well, I like
0: Utah. I mean, they're growing on me. I mean, I wasn't so sure about them at the beginning of the year, but I'm starting to really like this squad. They've got, they have got—they do a lot of things uh, really well, and they're a physical football team. I've watched them enough. I've watched them enough to know this is a very physical football team. They're going to fit in the Big 12 just fine. Thank you very much. I'm going to go ahead and give the points away. I'm going to take Utah.
5: What do you think, Tommy? You're, you're next up here because you finished second last week.
6: Yeah, you know, Utah has been a really interesting team because they've had a lot of success even without even without Cam Rising. Like, Cam Rising hasn't played uh, so far to start the season, and they've still had a significant amount of, of success. That being said, Oregon State is pretty pesky, uh, but you know what, I'm going to take Utah uh, in this game. I think that, you know, just from what we've seen with them so far, I'll join Paul, I'll take Utah.
5: Oregon State just, in who has been, I think, more than pesky. I think they've been pretty good. Utah is sitting here. I don't think at this point we have a, a straight answer on Cam Rising playing again. Um, Utah, of course, has wins over Florida, over Baylor, over UCLA now. <sighs> I, I think I want a chance at an island here for a home team that is mad and you know upset and everything else. It's a long trip no matter where you're coming from. I'll take the points on that. I'll, I'll take Oregon St- I Sorry, not take the points. I'll take the home team and lay the points here. I'll give Oregon State a shot in this Atta one. Boy. Just because I don't know if Cam Rising's going to play, but I'll take the Islanders. Attaboy, by, by the last. way, let's
0: go, Big 12. Get,
5: get Oregon State and Washington State and let's go. Yeah, no kidding. They've, they've got good programs. They do. Uh, all right, USC, Colorado, Tommy, Colorado. Well, they laid an egg in just about every way you can lay it. They get a little more than three touchdowns here again, plus 21.5 this time at home. Against USC, uh, where are you at with the Buffs? Can they can they bounce back and stay within a number here?
6: No, I don't think so. Um, you know, I'm 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 off at Colorado at this point. Now, of course, they're fun. They're fun, and it, it's been a fun story so far, and they're going to continue to to get better and continue to improve. But I mean, there was a big time I think overcorrection, you know, on what happened with the Buffs early on in this season. Did you know that? Even for this game tomorrow, the vast majority of money is on Colorado. On the money line against USC, I mean, people are still betting Colorado like crazy. I don't see it. I'm going to take Caleb Williams. I'll take Lincoln Riley. I'm going to take USC to cover. I'll lay the points.
5: It's interesting. I do think Oregon's resume is much more impressive right now than USC's is. Um, I, so I'm not sure how to like rank those two against each other. I also don't know how healthy Colorado is, and that's that's sort of the problem a little bit. But man, prime on the you know on the defensive side of this, I they, I put this on here because I I do think this is really really tough. Is Colorado at that much of a disadvantage? And I, and I would say this like if this game was week one, right? What would this spread be? Or if it was even at the end of the year, once right. we see a little more Colorado, yeah, I I, got, I gotta take USC here because I think they're a national title contender. I think Colorado will make it more interesting than they did a week ago, but twenty-one and a half feels like a discount on USC side. Maybe it's because of what you just said, Tommy. I'm gonna I'm gonna give the twenty-one and a half and take USC, Paul. Oh, you guys! I, here's a chance for an island for me. I know.
0: I don't think I'm gonna take it though. That this yeah. this this you know this worries me. Even though. USC will not win a national championship this year because their defense just is not enough to play with some of the big boys. You know, they, they've got some they've got some problems on defense. But offensively speaking, boy, I'll tell you what, this could be a really, really, really good football team. But 21 and a half points. Colorado's dinged up. They've got some problems. You know, they've got an identity problem. Now all of a sudden, you know, you get all the pub and all the accolades all over the country, and then all of a sudden the rug is pulled out from underneath you, and you're humbled you're literally yeah, we don't know humble. how they'll
5: react to that.
0: Yeah, how do we know? We don't know. And even though it's 21 and a half, boy, I'd be more happy if this was 20 and a half. 21 and a half worries me a little bit. But guys, I want to take the island, but I'm in this thing to win it, and I'm taking Col- I'm taking USC. All
5: right. Uh Georgia Auburn is where we'll go next, the top dogs here in Georgia giving 14 and a half points on the road. Auburn uh, coming off of a, you know, a handy defeat there. A&M got them pretty good, beat them 27 to 10. And I would say this, and I know that game was in College Station, but if A&M can beat them 27 to 10, I think Georgia can get them by at least 15. I'll take the dogs here. Uh, The Bulldogs, that is, not the underdogs. I'll lay the 14 and a half and take Georgia. Paul? Well,
0: this is the easiest pick on the college side, if you ask me. This is fairly easy, 14 and a half. Sounds like a lot, but I'm not not in this particular case. Georgia's still so physical, so good, so fast. Everything they do is is first rate. I'm going to go ahead and take Georgia, too. This is really the easiest pick of the week for me. What do you think, Tommy?
6: Well, you know, I've got a chance at an island here, but like you, Paul, in the last pick, I'm not going to take that island. Auburn last week against Texas A&M, passing the football, 9 of 26 for 56 yards. That's all they did throwing the football (laughs) against Texas A&M. Wow. It's going to be worse, I think, against Georgia. Now, this is the first road game that Georgia has had all season, but I don't think it's going to be that big of a test for them. I'll take the Bulldogs. I'll lay the points.
5: Yeah, I mean, they they struggled for a minute against South Carolina. I really don't know what to make of Georgia yet, but I'll count on their defense being really good. All right, Notre Dame and Duke. Tommy, you've got this one first. Notre Dame, the disappointing loss there to Ohio State. Duke, the darling, uh, now maybe has taken that mantle away from Colorado. Duke is getting five and a half
6: points at home here. Getting five and a half at home. What do you think? This may be the most difficult game on the college slate to pick, uh, just after the easiest one that we picked. Uh, But it's going to be a hell of a game, and I'm really excited to watch this game in primetime. Duke is the real deal. I mean, there's a reason why Mike Elko is probably going to have his choice of open coaching jobs next season just because of how, you know, what he's been able to do so far. Uh, But that being said, I'm going to take, I'll take Notre Dame. I'm going to lay the points.
5: Ooh, Paul, interesting there. He takes the Irish. After he talks up Duke, what do you think? Well, I'm kind of with Tommy, I think, Notre Dame. Who
0: is – the question I ask myself many times, I just look at the two teams and I say, from what you've seen so far this year, what you've seen on television, who's the most physical football team between the two? And for me, it's Notre Dame by a long shot. And for that reason, not knowing tons about Duke – uh, although I know they're upgrading and they're getting better and they're getting better, I'm also going to join Tommy. I'm going to go ahead and take Notre Dame. I think, I think this is really for me one one of the more easy ones, not more one of the tough ones. But what do I know?
5: I'm only leading. Duke has that win over Clemson. Man, uh, I, this isn't one I thought I'd have an opportunity on an island on. So I got to think here for just a second uh, because I do think it's a bounce bounce back spot for Notre Dame. I got I got to take the Irish guys. I, I, I can't. Uh, it's. Yeah. I, I thought somebody would go Duke, so I didn't anticipate this being a sweep. But this will be another, like, look, if Duke wins this game, I think two things will happen. Freeman's seat will heat up slightly. Uh, and, and yeah, Duke will, Elko, goodness, he's, he's going to just pencil himself in for whatever job he wants. And maybe it's still at Duke. I don't know. I don't know enough about that situation. All right. Uh, we beat around the bush long enough. Let's get to Kansas, Texas. The Jayhawks getting 16 and a half is where we're going to have that number. It's been anywhere between 16 and a half, 17 and a half. We're taking it at 16 and a half. Uh, I don't remember who's first. So, Paul, I'm going yeah, we'll to start go. with you again here. No, let me go. Uh, what I'll, do you think? I, well, this is going to be a fun game to watch. But Texas is pretty good,
0: guys. They've got a lot of talent. I mean, they've got they've got a football team that, that is going, could compete for a national championship. I like this team a lot. Uh, University of Kansas very much improved we all understand what they are doing 16 and a half points at Austin and Austin by the way Jacob being a Texas guy you know Austin's not the toughest place to play a football game I don't know if I don't know if people know that or not uh, but with that being said Texas is still pretty good I'm gonna go ahead I'm going go ahead and give 16 and a half points to a good KUT I think I might be wrong it has happened before but I'm gonna go ahead and take Texas. And I'll bet I'm, um, on, I don't, I'm on an island. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right now. I'm on an island.
5: All right, so you're you're laying the 16 and a half, I'm By the way. It. That's right. The, uh, Texas is a is a tough road spot. Now, listen, keep Austin weird. Austin's not as weird as it used to be. It's kind of uh well you know modernized yeah. a little right. bit you're in right. a bad you're way, right. by yes. the way. Yes, you're not, right. Not not quite what it used to be. But that but that stadium's rocking. Uh rocking and rolling big time. All right, Tommy. Jayhawks, you you comfortable with that number? What are you where are
6: you leaning on this? Well, I was really hoping that when you gave the the lines for this that you would have taken it at 17 and a half, and that's where we were gonna pick it instead of sixteen and a half. It's not where Uh, it is this morning. I mean that point is is makes it more interesting. But I do think Kansas can cover the number. I really do. Um, it's gonna come down to, I've said it all week, the way the Jayhawks run the football if they can control the clock, if they can, you know, keep the ball control in their corner, i think they can hang. I, I again, i don't i'm not suggesting they're going to win the game on the road in austin. it has happened before. i'm not suggesting it's going to happen this time though. happened the but last I time do, they played. i do think that they can cover that number though. so give me kansas, i'll take the points and it's going to be fun.
5: i can't decide who's in a bigger Show me something spot here, Texas (laughs) or or Kansas. Good point. Because Texas says, you know, they just are going to have to buck the recent trends of Texas, right? I I don't know. I I honestly don't know what to do yet. I I think that I'm going to take Kansas because I still think we're seeing – We haven't seen Jalen Daniels at his full capacity, and if he's going to be able to do it, like if he's not hobbled by this injury all year, which is a possibility, this will be the game where I really think he, you know, turns it loose on the ground a little bit. It's a lot of points in a conference game. It's a lot of points to give a good team, I think, at the bottom line. And you're right, Paul. You are going to take the island there, and we'll probably... You know, regret that at some point. But I'll I'm not comfortable with giving that many points with Kansas and what we've seen out of them. They just kind of play close games. So we'll we'll take the points there. All right, I'll start us in the NFL. Ravens Browns. Browns laying a field goal. This number has moved to Cleveland pretty heavily, and it's because well, they've had Lamar Jackson's number for a little while now, and I think that can continue. Uh I, I look, I don't think Deshaun Watson's playing very well, but I don't I don't think he needs to with the way Cleveland's defense is played. Um, I think this is going to be an ugly game and the Browns at home a field goal is not too much. They can win ugly. Miles Garrett will recap it. I'll take the Browns and lay the field goal. Paul?
0: Well, this is a tough one to pick because it's almost like flipping a coin for all the reasons that you said, but you know, at quarterback, that is the that might be the difference in this game. Just because you have one guy's number for a few games doesn't mean that he doesn't show up and play. I'm gonna go ahead and take the Ravens. I think they just have more firepower. I think they have more ability to move the football than the Browns. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and lay the three. I'm gonna go ahead and take the Ravens.
6: Tommy? Well, the Ravens had an absolute stinker a week ago. That overtime loss against the Colts. Uh, I don't think that's indicative of who the Ravens actually are, though. And the fact that they're getting three points, I'm still not a major believer in the Browns. They did look better a week ago. I'm going to join Paul, though. I'm going to take the Ravens. I'll take the points. Uh, So, Jacob, I'll give you that island. I'm
5: not a believer in the Browns either, but man, I'm a believer in that defense. They are really, really good. All right. I had an old college professor that said sometimes you just got to polish a turd. And (laughs) we're going to polish a turd with this next one with the Broncos Bears. Bears getting three and a half points at home, Tommy. You can start us on this one. Woo!
6: I I don't really want to pick it, um, but my rationale is simple, I think. It's a hard game to pick. I mean it actually I don't really think it is all that simple or all that difficult. The bottom line is that they're they're both really bad. But the Broncos, they did score twenty points against the Dolphins. Now they gave up seventy, but they did put up twenty points last week against Miami. So I, I mean I guess with that rationale, I'll take the Broncos and I'll lay the points. Oh,
5: I, I'm going to take the Bears uh, and and give the field goal and a half, and that's just so weird. Again, same rationale I used last week, and the game script didn't allow it to happen. I think that they've got to just turn fields loose, and the Chiefs, because they got down so big early, it didn't really, you know, you know, form that way. I, I'm telling you, I love the over in this game. From actual betting, it's going to be one of the games I bet. I'm going to bet this over because. I think Fields is going to run wild. I think the Broncos' defense kind of stinks, and we'll see. Now, I, I think the Bears would love to run the ball about 842 times after what we saw the Dolphins' running backs do against them last week, and they probably will, but I think Fields will be a part of that, and their defense stinks, so Denver can score. I'll take the points at home. I'll take three and a half. Paul, what, what what's on your mind? Here? Well, this is a fun game, and I like this game. I think it's a fun game to
0: pick. They both stink, so we can, put, we can just lay that to rest. But here's why I'm going to go ahead and go with the Broncos. And that's partly because just how, guys, just how demoralized do you think the Bears are right now? You think they're getting up every day and going, oh, man, I can't wait to get over to the to the football complex. I can't wait to go into that meeting room with my position coach. And I, I can't wait to get out on that practice field. No, they stink. And they know they stink. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Broncos. Because I don't, I think that the Bears probably
5: at this point are a mental mess. Yeah, well, I guess it's fun getting beat by 50 and showing up to, ne- to work the next day too, because that's where the Broncos the are at. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so from the turd, the Tank Bowl, as Jad uh, let us know it's being called, to the best game of the week, Dolphins Bills. Bills at home minus two and a half. Um, the Dolphins, you know, did what they did. The Bills. To me, all the way around has been as impressive as any team. I think I'm first here. So I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna take the Bills at home. I think I think, you know, the Dolphins shine is real shiny and the Bills, you know, what is it? Mora said, are who we thought they were. I think the Bills are good enough to win this game at home within a field goal. I'll take the Bills, I'll lay the two and a half. Paul.
0: Is there any snow in, in Buffalo this week? If there's not, I'm gonna go with speed. Speed kills, as they say in the world of football. And I nobody's I, got more. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of buying in, guys. I mean, I didn't buy in the first couple two three weeks, I, but I'm buying in now. Better, I mean, it's better to show up late than not show up at all. I'm taking the Dolphins. I think, I think the Dolphins
5: win this game by ten, maybe ten. Tom, Tommy, I think you agree on that based on our conversations earlier this week. Where are you betting?
6: It's concerning to me, uh, the amount that I'm agreeing with Paul this week. Oh, come uh, I don't, on now. I don't particularly like picks. it. Yeah, he's uh, leading the picks. But it is what it is. Uh, a, a quick update, by the way, on the Bills-Dolphins game. Jordan Poyer, the safety for the Bills, has now been ruled out, according to Adam Didn't Schefter. did see that. That just came down a couple of minutes ago. I'm going to take the Dolphins. You're giving a team that put up 70 points in a game a week ago. You're giving them two and a half. And I know it's Buffalo, but Miami is the real deal. I mean, it's a heavyweight bout. It really, truly is. These are two of the best teams in the AFC. But if you're going to give me points with Miami, I will take them. Give me the Dolphins, and I'll take the two and a half.
5: I've I, just, you know, it's dawning on me now that I'm on this many islands, which is uh, a little concerning. And one of those islands is with Justin Fields. Uh, whew, this could yeah. get ugly real quick. Uh, okay, so patriots cowboys I put this one on here because I'm I'm kind of curious just what everybody thinks. Paul, you can start us off. So the Cowboys are laying six and a half against New England. The Cowboys off that really disappointing performance last week. A ton of injuries on the offensive line last week. What are you, what are you doing with Dallas this week now? Because I think this is more of a bet about Dallas than it is about New England. Yeah, this would have been an easier
0: pick like a week or two ago. I think it would have been a little easier. Uh but I'll tell you what, I don't have a real feel for either one of these teams at this at this time. I thought the Cowboys were going to be that that team, the team, one of the teams. I'm not so sure, but I still like the Cowboys at home. And I'm kind of letting the home factor be the reason I'm taking the Cowboys. I'm going to go ahead and take the Cowboys and give six. Tommy, you're
5: up next. You, I mean, yet,
6: yet again, I'm agreeing with Paul. Uh, yeah. I'm going to take the Cowboys to bounce back minus six and a half it's within that touchdown number uh i understand the patriots have kind of hung around this season i mean they're not great that's right uh, but you know it is what it is i just think that the cowboys are mad and you know it was a letdown for them a week ago against arizona i think that they bounce back and show why everybody has been you know thinking that they can at least contend this season in the nfc so i'll agree with paul i'll take the cowboys and i'll lay the points
5: this is an island I won't take Uh, Biotic and Zach Martin have practiced at least a little bit this week which makes me think they'll be able to go at least that's what I hope Tyron Smith has not practiced Um, but yeah their defense needs to come in and, and remind us of why we like them so much I think within a touchdown I'm comfortable with the number there Uh, I think they'll be good defensively, and we'll see what happens on offense. But I'll take the Cowboys and lay the touchdown. And then we end, fellas, with the Chiefs and the Jets. This number actually moved away from the Chiefs. It's now plus 8.5. It started at 9.5. So money's going to the Jets, which is frightening. I don't know why that's happening,
6: but it's happening. Tommy, Jets, I mean, 8.5 at home? I mean, look, it's very, very, very specific. The only way, the only path the Jets had to have any semblance of success in this game, they cannot play from behind. That's the only way. Like, they have to play from ahead. How do ahead. they not? That's the only way the Jets had any chance. And it's not going to happen. Like, that will not happen. I think Zach Wilson struggles again. I think we see Trevor Simeon enter the game at some point in prime time. I think the Chiefs' role, I think it's going to be pretty easy. I'll take the Chiefs, I'll lay the points.
5: I mean, I'm up next. I can't figure out why the number has moved to the Jets. That scares me because it is one of my— it was one of my favorite bets of the week at 9.5 uh, because I think the Chiefs are finding a groove, and I think this is another week their defense will have a chance to look really good. I got to take Kansas City here. Based on what we've seen this year, I don't know how you don't. I guess, you know, we should remember that the Jets beat the Bills with Zach Wilson at home, so maybe. Paul? Uh, you going to take the island with the New York Jets? Well, here's the thing. I, I was on the island with the Kansas City
0: Chiefs last week and won the bet. You two bozos missed yep. it and I got it. And I was on an island. And here's the thing. I would I would, you know, I, I thought that that this spread would be a lot more. I would have taken the Chiefs if the spread was 12 and a half or maybe even 13 and a half. I think I still would have taken that spread. And and the fact that the spread is 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 eight and a half instead of more. I had to double check because I thought Aaron Rodgers was coming back, guys. I guess he's not playing this week. Aaron Rodgers is not playing this week. I, there's, there's a flash uh, No, it. he's yeah. he's not. Yeah, no. but, but I thought he was playing because the spread was so low. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Chiefs as well. I, I think this is not a game. Yeah, Zach Wilson. What can be said about Zach? I'm very disappointed in the way that he's playing for the Jets because I kind of like the Jets. After hard knocks, as you guys know, I sort of became a fan of Aaron Rodgers and I became a fan of the Jets. But they're not playing like the team that I kind of grew to love on hard knocks. I'm going to go ahead and take the Chiefs as well, guys. There's nobody taking the Jets, and I'm not surprised at that.
5: All right, let's give away another pair of Dropkick Murphy tickets before we uh, get to Matt Henderson here real quick. We've got extra pairs, so we're going to give away lots of these over the next couple of days. Dropkick Murphy tickets will get you a pair. They're coming to Wave Outdoor on October 4th. That's next Wednesday, and you can go see them on us. Albrock, Caster, Savage, Jam-Packed Friday. talk a little high school football next on Sports Daily.
3: Your phone call is welcome. 869 1240. Sports Daily. On 97.5 and 1240. KFH, Wichita's number one sports talk radio.
2: And home is the center of it all. At Ashley, seasonal decorating's a breeze with their range of designs and
7: materials. Snuggle up on a family friendly sectional or an ultra modern sofa.
2: Or gather outside and enjoy the crisp, cool air with a new fire pit or conversation set. From minor refreshes to total overhauls, Ashley has the essentials to make your home fall functional and fabulous. Shop in-store or visit
7: ashley.com today.
0: If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide or experiencing a mental health or substance use crisis, 988 provides 24-7 compassionate support and connection to trained counselors. When you call, text, or chat 988, you'll be quickly connected to trained counselors who will listen to your concerns, provide support, and connect you to additional resources if needed. There is hope. The lifeline works. You are not alone. For 24-7 support, just call, text, or chat 988.
1: Dude, you got to this. hear this.
0: Go ahead. I think I want to hear this. Sports Daily is on KFH.
5: All right, guys, uh, a little quick breaking news here moment. Artario Morris has been kicked off of KU's basketball team. He was arrested, charged with rape. Bill Self says, quote, when we learned of allegations regarding Arterio Morris, he was suspended from the Kansas men's basketball program. We're now aware he's been arrested and charged, and he was dismissed from the program as this is an ongoing legal matter. We're not able to comment further at this time. Look, I, I there's a component to this. Like he had a past. They knew he had a past. They said they yeah. were comfortable with his past. He came to campus and now he's in trouble for the same sort of thing. There's egg on the face here of KU on Arterio Morris. And, and there, we, you know, I, I certainly don't want to jump to conclusions before a legal situation played out, but you let him in knowing this was a part of his past. And, and here we have this situation on campus again.
6: Yeah. Look, I mean, uh, This is it sucks. It it, it sucks. It really does. Um, The fact that they knew that he had a a history and they brought him in anyway, they said they felt comfortable with it. I mean, of course, innocent until proven guilty in this particular matter. But still, like this could have been avoidable by the men's basketball program. And I don't think that the risk outweighed the potential benefits of bringing him onto campus.
5: Just certainly not in hindsight. So that uh, that news broke just a little bit ago. Uh, so we wanted to make sure we had time to get that in there, but it is a Friday, and that means we will talk a little high school football. Joining us now, executive producer of uh, Matt Henderson, as he does on Fridays. Hendo, uh, we'll just take a look back here, and we got Mr. Savage in for the East High Aces. Biggest win for them, and I think as far as I can remember in my time here, what a win on Friday last week for East over Northwest.
2: Yeah, it's- Awesome moment for that team, for that entire school. Like, that's it, feel, it. Feels like the story with that team has been like they're waiting to get that one really big win, one that proves that they can actually go out there and do it. And then they went out and go to and and beat Northwest the way that they did last play of the game, team they haven't beaten since I believe it was 1984.
3: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: It's an incredible moment for that team, for that school. Very happy for all those kids.
5: All right, Matt, let's start with this week then. I want to start with a game that's interesting to me. Historic start to the year for Eisenhower unbeaten. Each time they do this, it will be the first time they've done this. They get Andover. Andover almost surprised us a little bit and beat Salinas Central. I think this is maybe a trouble spot to some degree for Eisenhower. What do you think of this one uh, as we look at the race here in, in the AVCTL and everything else? Eisenhower going to be able to keep it going on the road at Andover?
2: It would be hard-pressed for me to pick against Eisenhower in that game. I, they 4 Andover, so is still looking for that first win, so you know, they're gonna come out firing and doing what they can to get in the win column. And so you could look at it and say road game for Ike, kind of a feel, feeling a lot of love right now is the top three in most ranking statewide in class five A. And just could, could be a trap game. Not definitely that, but that Eisenhower team, the way that they do run the ball, um, the way that their defense has been been playing this year, coming off the wind I of just holding a uh, beating Andover Central forty two to seventeen last week. I would have to go with ike in that game as keeping it going Andover, though i you have to imagine that they have they have a tough final four weeks of the year they still have to play yeah, andover central valley center and i'm blanking on with the, the fourth and hutch so it wouldn't surprise me if they did beat one of those teams pull off an upset just to get in the wind column but i don't know if it'll be this week or not
6: hindo i want to go back to the the northwest east game last week so northwest they're now on the road this weekend at Topeka. Uh, in your mind, what is it going to take for Northwest to to bounce back? I mean, I know that they're you know playing Topeka this weekend. They're still one of the best teams in their class. Uh, was that just you know a fluke for Northwest? Is it something that is a larger like concerning factor, or are they still in pretty good position in in Class 6A?
2: I wouldn't call it a fluke. I would say that East is that good of a team because you look at that schedule the East is play, they lost on a blocked extra point in week one to Boston Rural, and then Capen's very good. Northwest, we saw beat Capen, of course, but Capen we're just looking at maybe as the west, west side favorite in class 5A. So losing to Capen, no shame in that. Northwest, I, if you look at, the, at their schedule the next three weeks, Topeka, Wichita South, Wichita West, those should be three wins for them, so they should get to six and one they host Manhattan the last week of the year and that'll be the one to really watch out for as we go into playoff positioning for them I think Northwest is still in very good position I think they would love nothing more than to get to meet East again in the playoffs especially after all the pregame no handshake everything that we saw that happen with that game um, but yeah I, I, I wouldn't say I'm worried about Northwest too much talent on that team to to call
0: it concerning you know Honda, one of the things that that I noticed one of the scores that I noticed was that of number 1 ranked 6a uh, uh Gardner Edgington they they're 4 and they're 4-0 oh. they won last week with the, at the number 5 in uh at the 5a number 1 team Mill Valley 49 to 10 49 to 10 Hondo just how good is Gardner Edgington I mean they must be something else I don't know much about them what do you know about this team and just how good is this team
2: I don't know a whole lot either. I don't I you know, we, we're kinda of stuck on the west side, kinda of watching those teams, so we don't see as much of the east side scenes that this is a team in Gardner that was state runner up last year to Manhattan. So we knew going Thanks. in that they've returned more than enough talent to be able to compete this year. A lot of people had the number one preseason and kept up and they've more than most kind of a um, built themselves up. I would say they're the unquestioned favorite in class six day at this point. Uh, they play Olatha North tonight, who's also undefeated. So perhaps Olathe North is a team that beat Mill Valley last year, too. So this, is, this could be a matchup that they definitely should not uh, slouch over. I would just expect Gardner to come out and take it. But, yeah, they're just a very well-rounded team, um, pass the ball well, run the ball well. So there's they're going to be a hard team to beat in Class 6A.
5: All right, Hindo, as we look around and you've got the pulse on all of it, big schools, small schools, what game has your attention that maybe people aren't you know, paying attention to, maybe not the most high profile?
2: I'm going to go out of the area just a little little bit. I mean, I would say that the game that my favorite game tonight is Southeast Sicilian and Clay Center. Um, I would say this week as a whole, the schedule is not the best for us. Uh, especially in the Wichita area, and Mays, Mays South to look at that rivalry game, which I'm sure we might get to, and that's always a fun matchup. But the southeast is Clay Center. you're Looking at two undefeated teams, Clay Center, we saw come in back into our area last year and beat both Wichita Collegiate and Cheney. So they're a team in Class 3A that Andl, I'm sure, I'm sure has to have an eye, out, eye on if they go, they are able to defend home field and win that game. Clay Center is going to move into a prime position to be one of those teams that could challenge the indians knock them off southeast Celine. same deal in class 2a they're just consistently very good they've won a, what 25 straight regular season games at this point right now and so they're one of the top teams in class 2a so that'll be a fun one to watch between two unbeatens tonight
6: i want to ask you hindo uh, about the big story in high school uh, sports in the state this last week the changes in classification uh, you know some schools that we're pretty familiar with changing classes uh, starting next season with Mays Wichita West uh, Cape of Mount Carmel some others in the area and I know it's all based on enrollment and all of that but when you're looking specifically at high school football do, do these classification changes does that have a big impact on these football programs or is it more logistics than anything else I think
2: it could, especially when it comes to Capen, because you're looking at the class 4A, and that, that, that with all the discussion around the multiplier, are the KC private schools, are they, are they ever going to be challenged in class 4A? Well, now we're going to add one of the Wichita private schools in Capen to that class, and so class 4A next year, they're also losing both St. James, who won Class the, the 4A State championship a couple of years, able to beat Bishop Meage, and Thomas Aquinas, who might be the favorite to win the title this year. They're both going back up to 5A. And so you add Cape into that class, and so you're looking at an instant like, okay, Capen will be the one that many will expect to be competing with Bishop Miege as the West Side private school. So that could be what ends Bishop Miege's run in Class 4A. So I would say that's probably the biggest um, thing to look at to, to really take away from that. May is, May is going up to 6A. They're the smallest 6A school now, and but it seems like that enrollment is only growing bigger and bigger. So I, that'll be uh, fun to watch for them. Just a, new, a whole new set of opponents for them to play in the playoffs. So that's those are really the two biggest impact ones we're going to see locally um, going forward. Going forward there. And don't let me move down to three
0: A if you don't mind just for a second. Number two team in the state right now is Cheney. So let me throw a little love out to our neighbors to the west. Uh, Cheney's a darn good football team. I, I didn't I didn't know that they would be this good. They're 4-0 at this point. Just came off of a 49-zip win against Pratt, which was 2-1 at the time. Uh, are they good enough to challenge Andale for the 3A championship? I'm just curious. I'm, I think I know what you're going to say, but I've got to ask the question.
2: If any team I – I would say if any team on the west side can challenge Andale, it is Sheeney. Okay. That is that is how I view that team. I We've been hiding them a lot since preseason because, like – you know, like last year, they were expected to take maybe a slight dip. They graduated a lot. I had to replace a lot of starters last year. They still won eight games. This year, they returned 14 starters going into the year. So we knew it was like, okay, if there's going to be a team, you have a guy like uh, Jack Voth out there who's going to play, play Division One football, a few other big college commits on that team. They, like, they do have the team that can absolutely compete, and they've certainly owned it. I mean, you just mentioned the Pratt game, shutting them out. A lot of people have hyped that game up. Pratt's offense has been – very good the first three weeks before that. It be Kingman week one, who was just a state runner up last year, dropped forty one on the rival garden plane. I mean the next two, Smokey Valley and Nickerson, that those ones should be big wins as well until you get to Andale. So that's that's really what you look at is like they get to play Andale at home. Can they beat Andale? Certainly. Will they? I don't know. I it's hard pressed to pick against Andale. I mean you look at the numbers that the Andale team has put up, their first their their uh, scoring column the first four weeks. 75-64, 73-74. It's hard to stop that team. Wow. Teeny can do it, sure. Wichita Collegiate could absolutely do it, too. They play. That's who Andale will get in two, uh, next Friday night. So that'll be one of our best games in the area, we think. But Collegiate has, in recent years, like come into that game pretty hyped up, just unable to really score on Andale. So it's just interesting to kind of follow to see if any of, any of those teams can be that one to beat Andale. But we'll just have to see it to believe it.
5: Yeah, no offense to Collegiate, nobody's been able to do it. All right, Hindo, catchatkansas.com is the place to be uh, for high school sports. You've got new classifications out, including Capin going to be a 4A team. You can read all about that. You can go and check all the records, see rising stars, all kinds of good stuff. And, of course, get your high school football scoreboard right on the It Kansas app. We'll have the It Kansas show tonight. We'll go through this high school football week. And have it all covered for you. That's at 1035 on the KSCW. And, of course, at 9 and 10 inside the newscast there on 12 News. Uh, Shoot it straight tonight, Hendo. And we'll recap another high school football week a little later. Thanks, guys. All right. uh, Jacob is our winner for the Dropkick Murphy tickets, uh, the second pair. So congratulations there. We're going to come back. We'll look ahead to this weekend. Some final thoughts on... You know, what the Chiefs need to do, what KU needs to do to get wins and make sure that happens. We'll go a little rapid fire roundtable on those two games when Sports Daily returns.
0: 97.5 and 1240
1: KFH. Did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymnscom joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands Add up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. H-I-M-S dot slash J-O-Y.
0: It's time to get back to the sports talk. All right, let's do this thing. Go! Sports Daily is on
5: KFH. All right, everybody. Welcome to Sports Daily. If you're just joining us, Jacob Albrock, Tommy Castor, Paul Savage with you. The IHOP hotline is open, uh, and it is brought to you by IHOP. How about the new Nashville hot chicken and waffles, golden brown Belgian waffle, topped with four crispy chicken strips tossed in spicy Nashville hot sauce. Busy weekend on the networks. We'll get you what's on tap coming up in just a little bit. couple minutes here. Rapid fire, fellas. Key to wins. We'll start with KU. Paul, key to a win for the Jayhawks for you is what?
0: Ball control. If they
5: control the ball
0: more time than than uh, uh, Texas, they have a shot at winning this game. But they can't have turnovers, and they've got to get more than three and outs. They've got to control the football.
5: I 100% agree with you. That's exactly what I was going to say. They need to control the clock in order to win this game. That will be the key. Tommy, what do you think?
6: Well, I got two keys to the game. One kind of follows up on that. But I think that Devin Neal and Daniel Highshaw, specifically the running backs for KU combined, need to rush for combined 125 yards or more. That's key number one for them to win the game. That plays into the, into the ball control. But then number two, the Kansas defense, specifically the secondary, they've got to limit the Longhorns' big playability. Those are the two keys to the game. If the Jayhawks can do both of those, a very tall task, though. If they can, they have a chance to win the game.
5: Uh, all right, let's go to the Chiefs in New York taking on the Jets. Paul, where I mean, what what could be the kryptonite for the Chiefs in this game? What what would happen for the Jets to have a chance here?
0: I'm not sure it's possible at this point. The way Zach Wilson is playing, very disappointing. Uh, I I don't know that there is anything. I think that the Chiefs could kind of just wall through this thing, even though the game is being played in New York. I don't know that there is. I mean, I could make something up. Uh, I guess if I had to say something, it would be injuries to two or three key players. And I think you know who I'm basically talking about. That might be the only thing that could screw up what should be a fairly easy win for the Chiefs.
5: You know, what's interesting. I, I do think the kryptonite comes from something we've seen the Chiefs have a problem with this year, turning the ball over and penalties. I mean, I think if they turn the ball over and have penalties in this game, the Jets, as, as well as they play defense, you know, the one thing you could do to Zach Wilson to give him a chance is to give him a short field. So they got to take care of the ball, and they've got to stop with these penalties, whether they're fair or not, uh, Jawan Taylor. Just make it, a, make it obvious, right? Like, get up there. But, you know, that's giving up something to a good Jets defense, too.
6: Tommy? I don't think it's going to be surprising at all to see the Jets defense— Throw the kitchen sink at Travis Kelsey to try to limit him and shut him down. And then at that point, you know, if the Jets defense is able to be even halfway effective at that, I don't know if they're going to put Sauce Gardner on Travis Kelsey or exactly what they're going to do. But if they're halfway successful at that, then it's going to be up to the Kansas City wide receivers that, you know, they've gotten better over the weeks, but still probably not at the level that we'd like to see them at. It's going to be up to them at that point. So, you know, expect for Sky Moore, uh, Rashi Rice, the others, Kadarius Toney, potentially for them to have to have, you know, pretty decent games. If the Chiefs want to have a, a pretty easy chance to roll through the Jets, that's going to be my big key to the game.
5: You know the Kelsey matchup is interesting. I don't think they can put sauce on Kelsey. The corners against Kelsey, I don't he's know. Gonna body, he's going to body. That's them what I'm saying. Up, you got
6: to like, throw the kitchen sink at Travis Kelsey.
5: Yeah, and and you know Quinn and Williams, who's incredible, right? Maybe less of a. Fa- I don't think the Chiefs are going to try to really run the ball in this game. I know they did against the Bears. I think this is a throw the ball a lot kind of game for the Chiefs. I mean, maybe you try to run it, but I don't. Only if they get a big lead. Like, look, if they if the game script goes that way. Certainly they might, but that'll be interesting. You'll hear it with us over on the Chiefs Radio Network. You'll hear it two different ways, actually. Chiefs Radio Network or the Westwood One call with us here on KFH will give you those details and all the details on what's on tap. It is a very busy weekend. If you have a minute... Uh, No K-State this weekend. I'll be on CBS Sports Radio from 4 to 9, coast to coast, sort of getting it ready. We've got some fun guests lined up. So if you're driving around or if you're hanging around, you can always pull that up as well on the Odyssey app. Check it out uh, in Hangout as we will take you nationally there. We'll come back. We'll tell you what's on tap here locally when we wrap up Sports Daily right after this.
7: Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LUTZ, and kick off the NFL season. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets Guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Kansas. First online real money wager. Only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Getting help is your best bet. Call 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com.
3: A car crash is out of your control, but what is in your control is who you turn
7: to for help. Don't wait. Call 8. Call Bond James Injury Lawyer anytime, day or night, 888-8888.
0: If you crave an extra special great-tasting margarita, stop by Spangles for our extra special mango margarita. Bold tequila with the sweet and wild flavor of mango brings you a great-tasting margarita with the perfect combination for a fruity and tropical drink. Hurry in to try the new Spangles Mango Margarita, only here for a limited time. Spangles, where cocktails just taste better. Spangles reminds you to please
1: drink responsibly. Spangles, it just tastes better. It's that
0: time again.
3: Fall. Leaves changing colors, sweaters, and the Spangles Caramel Pumpkin Pie Slide.
0: We start with a whole slice of real pumpkin pie. Layer it with our creamy vanilla soft serve and top it off with a sea salt caramel. So come in and
3: try the Caramel Pumpkin Pie Slide and make it your new out-of-the-ordinary pumpkin treat. Because just like fall, it's only here for a limited time.
0: Spangles Caramel Pumpkin Pie Slide. It just tastes better.
7: There's never been a better time to say big on brand-name furniture and mattresses than right now during Crazy J's huge, million-dollar inventory liquidation sale. Living room, dining room, and bedroom groups, mattress sets, bunk beds, and so much more. All 50% off store-wide while supplies last. No exclusions. Shop early while selection is best. Open seven days a week east at 1026 South Oliver or west at 604 North Tyler. Wichita's favorite furniture store since 1997. Crazy J's Furniture and Sleep Shop. The as deal in town.
1: Are you looking to pave your parking lot or driveway? Call Pave the Way. They specialize in asphalt and concrete paving and repairs and have an a rating with the Better Business Bureau. They can custom tailor their estimate to fit your individual needs and budget and always make their customers a priority. Call 316-990-5855 today for a fast, free estimate or online at PavetheWayUSA.com.
3: Pave the Way, kicking asphalt.
4: Brought to you by South Central Kansas Problem Gambling Task Force. Sunday's Chiefs game at 7.20 p.m. Shocktoberfest is coming to Wichita State University. Join the Shocker
3: community October 2nd through the 8th for fall events, including Wooshock's 75th birthday party, a parade, concerts, alumni gatherings, and Shocker athletic events. The festival culminates at Charles Koch Arena for Wichita State Basketball's free to attend Shocker Madness event, featuring a performance by Tech9. Learn more about the week's full calendar of festivities at wichita.edu/slash Shocktoberfest.
0: The KFH Studios, powered by Devon James Injury Lawyers. Call 888-8888. That's 888-8888.
4: Pro football. The Kansas City Chiefs start two straight road games, and it'll be in prime time on Sunday night. Chiefs going to the East Coast to take on the New York Jets. The first-place Chiefs are coming off back-to-back wins. Jets have lost two games in a row. The Jets are last in the league in yards per game, points per game. Third down conversions, you kind of get the point. The Chiefs, though, have not won against New York on the road in 21 years. FanDuel has the Chiefs as a a nine-and-a-half-point favorite going into this one. So we'll preview it tonight on the weekly edition of the Chiefs' Kingdom show with the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, at 6 o'clock this evening. The game itself, the Chiefs and the Jets. Mitch Holtus and the Chiefs radio crew begin their pregame coverage at 6 o'clock Sunday evening. The game kicks off at 7.20 p.m. Sunday. And you listen to that on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. National coverage of the game on Westwood One is right here Sunday night on KFH. I'm Ted the Sportshead! Wichita's most
3: listened to sports radio, 97.5 and 12.40 KFH.
5: All right, everybody, a very busy weekend coming up. I'll just give you the special programming here. You've got the Chiefs' Kingdom show tonight at 6 o'clock. Royals-Yankees at 7 as Bobby Witt Jr. continues to chase some milestones. Saturday here, locally, you'll have uh, the Royals at 6 o'clock. Butler football at 6.30 over on KNSS. And then a busy one Sunday, 8 a.m., Jacksonville, Atlanta in London. That's on KFH. Royals at 2.00. And then you can have the Chiefs Radio Network call of Chiefs Jets on KNSS. The Westwood One call begins at 6 30 right here on KFH. For Paul, for Tommy, have a great weekend. Good luck with your bets. I'm Jacob, and we'll see you Monday.
3: Sports, later news, and great comedy with Bob.